Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined by uh, Jerry Hamilton, uh, InsideTexas.com beat writer, reporter, analyst, uh, and recruiting expert for On3. Uh, Jerry is just at the announcement at uh, Cedric Baxter, uh, the nation's number one running back who just committed to the Longhorns. Uh, Jerry, tell us a little bit about Cedric Baxter and what the Longhorns are getting uh, from Baxter. Yeah, first of all, they're getting a number one ranked running back for on three. Uh, Charles Power and myself have had Baxter ranked number one uh, running back in the country for months uh, since really watching him early in his junior season. Look, he's uh, I watched a little bit of practice today. Uh, 6'1", a good 6'1", 6'1 and change, 215 pounds. And Bobby, he's not even scratched the surface physically of where he's going to go. He's a typical Florida kid, right? The setup's not like Texas and Georgia where they have athletic periods in, the, in these weight room workouts every single day, even in the offseason. It's not like that in the state of Florida in public schools. So he's one of those kids that is talented and as good as he is right now, his upside is pretty scary high physically, uh, but he's got great feet. I mean, we've talked about it before. He can jump cut in the hole. He can skip cut. He's got really good backside vision. I think he sees things early and he sticks his foot in the ground and can can accelerate to the second level if it's not a jump cut, skip cut situation. There in the hole trying to make somebody miss. He runs physical. He can drop his pads a little bit on contact at times like a lot of tall backs can. They're going to learn to do that. Uh, but the one thing he has is he has the feet. He has the vision. He has really good hands, as you can see right there. Uh, but it's the jump cuts and the skip cuts at 217 for me, Bobby, that really differentiates him because he can run in between the tackles and break tackles, as you see there. And then he's also got the ability to accelerate when he sees space uh, headed towards the sideline to the edge. I think he's just a big-time running back, and I think he's a really good guy too. I mean, a good dude, so to speak. Uh, you talk to him, you, you think, okay, this guy gets it. He wants to be a really good player. Um, he's not one that you necessarily – worry about as we do some other kids uh maybe in this business I, I i texas hit a home run here and i know we'll get into it but uh you know kudos to to shard choice for making his evaluation at georgia tech coming to texas and sticking with his evaluation this is the top back in the country uh for to shard choice and the texas longhorns and that's saying something because ruben owens down in el campo is pretty good too yeah he really yeah. i i agree it doesn't mean that any of them are bad it's just this is the one the longhorns wanted the worst it sounds like or seems like, hey, um, uh, in 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 respect to that, you were at uh, uh, Edgewater High School today. Watched uh, uh, Cedric practice. How big is he really? Do you, is he really six one two fifteen in your in your eyes? Oh yeah, he was measured in April six one and three eighths, and and I believe that to be true. 216, 217 pounds at that at that point in April. He's right around there. I bet he's two hundred and ten when the season gets going. Uh, he'll lose some weight here in August. This is a little bit of stuff from uh, today. Um, just uh, so you can see right there, Bobby, that's 215 pounds, and he's not even physically developed. I mean, he's going to be 6'1", 230, and really well put together. There you see the long arms. He's got big hands. And, and look, the, none of these guys are perfect players, right? I mean, when you talk about Cedric Baxter, the one thing I talk about, what is he going to have to work on? Other than just, a, you know, getting getting that body where it needs to be at the next level he's got long arms he's got to learn how to pocket the football it's been we've been talking about on the thread at inside texas leading up to the announcement today that you know Adrian peterson as great as he was he had really long arms it made it hard to pocket a football uh so that's one of those things that cedric's gonna have to be aware of headed to the next level but yeah he's all a 6'1 and 215 216 pounds right now 
chooses the Longhorns over Miami, Texas A&M, and Florida. Um, Jerry, you know, who did you think – I mean, big recruiting win over which schools here? Huge recruiting win. Look, he grew up a Florida State fan. He was a one-time Florida State commitment. Um, and, and that's really why Texas A&M was in this is because of Jimbo Fisher. He followed FSU growing up. He was committed to FSU at one point. He saw when Jimbo Fisher was the head coach there, win a national championship with Jameis Winston. Uh, so I think Miami made a strong late push. I think Texas A&M never gave up. I think Florida knew they weren't getting him for a while, stayed in there. You maintain contact. You'll recruit that kid through December uh, when he signs. He's an early Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. In Rowley, I mean, that's something else we'll talk about in a second, Bobby. But these schools won't give up, even though he committed to Texas. They shouldn't give up. He's the best back in the country. Uh, but, yeah, Miami, I think, made the strongest run late at Texas. But to short choice has such a great relationship with Baxter and the family uh, that you put to short choice together with the offensive scheme, Steve Sarkeesian, what B. John Robinson, Roshan Johnson heading off to the NFL, Arch Manning committing to Texas. Remember, I've said it on this show many times now. Senator Baxter predicted Arch Manning was going to Texas on June 12th. Uh, so he had a pretty good inclination. You put all that stuff together, and I think Texas is a really good fit for Baxter. Um, we, we talk about all this. Uh, Baxter makes uh, 22 commitments for the Longhorns. Top five recruiting class. Uh, still have more to go, um, but this is the first time in University of Texas history, at least, that Texas is going to sign, it looks like, the number one running back and the number one quarterback in a recruiting class. I mean, this is not just good talent that Steve Sarkeesian's bringing uh, to Austin right now. This is the elite of the elite. No question. And look, it's from Louisiana and from Florida. And we've talked about this a lot with the move to the SEC. Look, Arch Manning's a little different, right? I mean, that's a Steve Sarkeesian, maybe their modern-day Cutcliffe for the Manning family, right? But still, Cedric Baxter, Peyton Kirkland from Florida. I mean, and so that's the thing that really stands out to me. Yes, first time ever number one running back and quarterback commit to Texas in the same class. Obviously, that's a huge deal. And it's another big national news day and week for Texas, getting Cedric Baxter. Uh, but I think Baxter being from Orlando, Florida, originally from Boynton Beach, so South Florida, uh, I think that makes it an even bigger win for Texas because there's some there's some uh, you know things going on now that you see in recruiting. State of Alabama, Louisiana, obviously, the, the staff was constructed to recruit Louisiana, but Mississippi, Aaron Bryant, Florida, Cedric Baxter, and Peyton Kirkland. Texas is recruiting in Georgia as well. You're seeing Texas really recruit harder in areas with the move to the SEC coming pretty quick, and they're having success. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. 
Bingo. That's the point. You can recruit harder, but unless you have success, you know, what's the value? Uh, this is uh, certainly a, a uh, landmark recruitment uh, from a football perspective. I, I I don't know of any uh, player uh, that Texas has ever recruited from the state of Florida uh, that was this high, highly ranked from a uh, high school perspective uh, in this, in football. Uh, just an amazing uh, pickup for the Longhorns. Uh, Jerry, uh, I'm, I'm looking at this Cedric Baxter, and what is a fair long-term comparison for you, uh, for him? I, I, th- that question's come up on the boards a lot. Who do you think he runs like? You've seen him in person. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, I've seen him on film. Your thoughts? Yeah. yeah. So uh, Char- Charles Power, and I've talked about that a lot, actually. We came up with two different guys. He likes Larry Johnson. I kind of like Melvin Gordon. Uh, Larry Johnson, in the, you know, a little bit in the older days, older days in recruiting age. And then Melvin Gordon, maybe uh, to get a guy that the kids would know today or the younger subscribers would know today. I think you get in either one of those, and I think it's fairly accurate. Um, I, I see, you know, Melvin Gordon's tough when I say he reminds me of Melvin Gordon. Well, Melvin Gordon playing the wing T, he didn't really line up as a, a traditional tailback, so it's a little bit tougher until he gets to the second level to see, right? It's just a different running style when you're in a wing T. But I think there's a lot of similarities with Melvin Gordon. I know Gordon was smaller coming out of high school, but you look at Gordon now, and um, you know, maybe maybe Larry Johnson is a good one too because Cedric Baxter is going to be 6'1, 230, he's going to be a bigger kid. But I think either one of those guys. Go watch the old YouTubes of Melvin Gordon in high school, Larry Johnson at Penn State, and I, and I think you'll see uh, kind of the track that uh, Charles and myself are on with those two guys. Yeah, I, I, I can see I can see aspects of both of those guys. I, I don't think you're either of you are necessarily wrong. It's it's more like it, I don't think he is either one of those though. I think he's a little bit different than both. Uh, however, I do think he's as highly talented as those guys. Right. Yeah. If that makes sense. So when you start talking and throwing names around like we were on the message board today at Inside Texas, you get a sense of what we're really talking about here. Um, Jerry, it's been a heck of a summer for the Longhorns in recruiting. It, yeah, Arch Manning, Malik Muhammad, John Tay Cook, all those offensive linemen, uh, Cedric Baxter. I mean, I, you could go down the list, right? Um, where do you even – I mean, what – how do you, from from three months ago when Texas was coming off a five and seven season, right? We really didn't know where recruiting was going for Texas. They were in on a lot of guys. They had finished mm-hmm. strong in the 22, 2022 class. Fast forward really from three months ago, three and a half, four months ago, whatever it's been. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What has what has it meant? I mean, I, I, I struggle to truly um, tell people or explain to people just how much of a jump Texas has made in the last three or four months, because it went from one class that was elite. Last year's class was elite. To bring in another one, it's just you start stacking them, and it's just a different level where you're starting to compete on a much higher plane overall long term. Yeah, absolutely. The thing with me, Bobby, is what's made this class interesting 
was it's it's all centered around Arch Manning's decision. But I think that's what caused Texas to have some slower momentum. And even though Texas was the number 13 class when Arch Manning committed, and they're, what, four now, maybe on the brink of being three, it, while it's only a nine or ten spot jump, that's a huge jump when all these kids have committed nationally this summer in, in the months of June and July. So the, the class was a start, started slower from a momentum standpoint because Arch Manning, until he made that decision uh, out of Texas and Georgia, you know, there were a lot of people on the fence sitting and waiting, right? Uh, and, and when that commitment came down, um, and look, Texas is already in a great spot with Setter Baxter, Jonte Cook, and so obviously some other guys. But it took a little longer for that momentum to hit uh, because it, there was questions whether Arch was even going to decide it this summer or wait until a few games in the season in September. And you think about the opposite. Where would Texas be that right now if that happened? But that momentum, it caused a tidal wave of momentum. I think the timing for Arch's commitment was great right before the big uh, June 24th weekend. Right. And so every, the, the vibe around the Texas program changed in an instant. Uh, and that's the players, the coaching staff, the support staff, everybody. There's a different energy when you're around uh, in June covering some of those big weekends uh, like myself, Justin Wells, Joe Cook were. Uh, you saw a difference in the vibe. Uh, just the, you saw more smiles. You saw a lot more excitement. And and I think that's really what it is right now is. And, you know, you had said it Baxter to it. Look, I mean, that's. He, he, right now we have him ranked 30 in the country. That If we have 32 five-stars in every class, he's right there on the edge of being a five-star. I mean, Arch Manning's a consensus plus five-star. Derek Williams is a consensus five-star. I mean, so this could make a third five-star. And then, you know, you see the interesting thing to me, Bobby, is what's going to happen next. With Cedric Baxter and Peyton Kirkland in the fold, does that help you with Damon Wilson? I think he comes in Alabama weekend. I think that's where this is headed. He's going to make an official visit. And don't hold me to that, guys. I mean, this is recruiting. Things change. Maybe their schedule doesn't work out on the 10th. But I think Damon Wilson will officially visit Texas. Um, and then you see Texas is in on Jordan Hall. Jordan Hall wants to make an official visit. There's 2024 20, guys in Florida. So what is this going to do for the rest of the class? Uh, and I think, look, it just adds another big voice to the class. Uh, the number one running back in the country. Uh, he, he's, he's strong on social media. He's got an opinion. He's got a voice and he's from the state of Florida. And, and I think that's just huge for this class moving forward. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Wow, I, I feel bad. I didn't even mention Derek Williams initially when I said all those big commitments because Derek Williams was one that committed a little bit earlier than we anticipated. Right. And he chose the Longhorns over Alabama. And many people had him pegged for, as, as a lean to the Crimson Tide. Hey, and I'll tell you what, we talk about guys like yesterday on our live recruiting chat, we talked about guys that could rise in rankings, right? That was a question from Williams David. And I mentioned Samaje Burrell just as a player, but I want to mention Samaje Burrell. He's shown some leadership, and that's pretty important for the Texas Longhorn program. And as an inside linebacker prospect, look, he jumped on board before a lot of people did. And he's been a strong voice ever since. Um, and he has been big in the recruitments of Darian Gallette, 
and, and a lot of other guys. He's reached out to Damon Wilson. So he's showing real leadership qualities. And I think there's that's the thing we never talk about in recruiting classes, right, is we talk about the rankings, uh, how many five stars, how many four stars, but where are your leaders in this class, in these classes, and especially for a Texas program that I just believe has struggled mightily in that area for a decade. Uh, you know, you see what Roshan Johnson's doing as a leader of the Texas program late in his career. And I think you could see something similar from Samaje Burrell. He's showing signs of that, uh, being jumping in this class early, being a strong voice, reaching out to guys he doesn't even know like a Damon Wilson, and, and really becoming part of the Texas program and becoming a leader before he ever puts on the Texas uniform. So I think there's some leadership in this class as well, and that's something to remember down the line. Jerry, um, you've been uh, invaluable here. I want to ask you one last thing. What You had mentioned to me another time uh, that uh, Baxter didn't just come straight from – he hasn't been in Orlando the whole time, right? right? So give people uh, the background there of where he – how he ended up in Orlando, not necessarily how, but where he was before. Um, and, and so people have an, a sense of that too. Yeah, he's from South Florida, you know, down from area. I used to I used to live in the Jupiter, Florida area for a few years. And he's from sar- farther south. He's Boynton Beach. He's okay. got a Boynton, he's got a Boynton, Be- uh, Boynton tattoo on his uh, left calf. Um, same same place that pr- pr- uh, produced Lamar Jackson and a number of other guys, right? There's been some hellacious talents come out of, that Boynton Beach area, American Heritage, Delray, the private school, on down the Deerfield Beach and those areas. Yeah, everybody talks about Lauderdale South. But, look, there's a period of time where Palm Beach County, West Palm all the way down, those areas produced a ton of players. And uh, it's funny, Keith Niebuhr, one of our coworkers, we went to uh, Boynton Beach High, and, and I actually told that to uh, Cedric a few weeks ago. I said, we went down there to see Lamar Jackson before he was Lord Jackson. I mean, and so that's where he was. He moved up to Orlando, um, you know, I think in after eighth grade, it may have been, uh, but that's where his family's from. Look, that, and that's why Miami's always, has always been a threat there uh, when Mario Cristobal was hired, um, because there is a fondness for that Miami program on the family side. Obviously, Cedric grew up a Florida State fan, uh, but that's where he's from, Boynton Beach. Uh, for Texas Longhorn fans, maybe you're you're hoping the next uh, Boynton Beach Heisman winner uh, just committed to the Longhorns today. <laughs> no doubt. All right, Jerry, uh, thanks for being there, uh, and thanks for being uh, at the announcement today. Uh, Jerry Hamilton of On3 and InsideTexas.com. Uh, the final news of the day, uh, Cedric Baxter commits to the Texas Longhorn. The nation's number one running back uh, is a Longhorn. Cedric Baxter, hook him.